Wealth Tactic Rebels, ingenious tactics to accumulate wealth for people who see things differently. Welcome to another discussion with Wealth Tactic Rebels, the podcast for people who think differently. I'm your host, Kevin Dumont. I've been thinking differently in the wealth field for nearly 15 years. Today, we have a co-host, Brian Dumont. Hey, Brian, how you doing today? Hey there, Kevin. I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. I'm very glad to have you on today. Thanks for joining us. Glad to be here. So Brian and I today, we're going to be talking about a very important subject that's going on right now in the world, and that is how to survive financial turmoil with a safe tank. Now, this can apply to today and it can apply to the future. And before we get into it, First, we want to take our time to say that during the time of this recording, there's a lot of turmoil in the world, in the markets, there's a lot of job losses, and of course, the coronavirus pandemic that's going on. So we want to wish all our listeners health and prosperity, and our hearts go out to you and any of your loved ones that are currently affected by all the recent tragedies out there in the world. So moving on to today's subject, we're talking about, again, how to survive financial turmoil in the safe tank. So During that discussion today, we're going to touch on the market volatility and how it affects your accounts. We're going to define what a safe tank is and why you would want one. And you're going to learn about how five different common financial tools and situations affect you during financial hardships and how you can begin to start building your own safe tank today, which will put you in a better financial control the next time there's turmoil. So Brian, let's start with, you know, talking a little bit about the market volatility and what's going on with our listeners today out there. Sure, Kev, I'd be happy to. So I think most people who are following the market or maybe not following because they just don't want the bad news at this point, <laughs> yeah. know what it feels like. I mean, how does it feel right now to think about your portfolios? A lot of people that I talk to are in shock. They can't believe that this has happened so quickly. It feels worse in 2008. In fact, the market was at a high earlier this year, and now we're at yeah. a new low. And uh, there's been tremendous swings on a daily basis. We just don't know what's coming next. And uncertainty is the worst thing for the market, right? There's so much uncertainty out there. We don't know what's going to happen next with the coronavirus and how it's going to impact us in the United States or, or globally. And that is just causing tremendous disruption in the markets. Oh, absolutely. It's like the market has emotional swings according to whatever's happening during that time of that day. And it's major in either direction. I think we hit both directions for the biggest loss in a day and the biggest gain in a day all in the same week. I mean, if that's not turmoil, what is? It is turmoil for sure. And it starts to make it difficult for people who, for instance, are either close to retirement or already in retirement or whether or not you even want to save for retirement if that's where you are. You know, for instance, if you are getting close to retirement or you're already in it, you know that maybe you can't rely on what your projections were just a few weeks ago. Right. Things have changed dramatically. Does that mean suddenly you're going to have to work longer? Does it mean you have to go back to work? Right. Does it mean that you are saving money for no reason and has suddenly disappeared? I mean, right. those are not comfortable feelings to right. or thoughts, you know? So, no. Or uh, cutting it up, get back on your lifestyle. I mean, who wants to do that? Do you really want to have less life than you have right now? I mean, I've I know we're, who wants that. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I know we're all stuck with social distancing, so we're all indoors. So it's a totally different lifestyle at the moment. It's lifestyle is all over Zoom now. <laughs> lifestyle but. is on Zoom. Yes. Speaking of which, we're gonna have our Zoom dinner party in a little bit here today. 
<laughs> this is true. And, uh, we will stick in for that. Yes. So before we get into the next part, Wealth Ethic Rebels, we're trying to help you out today with our talk about the volatility in the world and how you can financially survive it. Let us know, reach out to us on uh, whatever your platform is that you choose that you listen to this on. Give us a rate and a review. Let us know what you found inspirational. What resonated with you specifically about today's discussion? So Brian, let's talk a little bit more. So we have something we call a personal economic model that we use as the model for how money flows. We've talked about this in Wealth Ethic Rebels. Now in there, we have what we call a, a two tank system. And the part of that that's today's discussion is the safe tank. So Brian, can we expand a little bit about those tanks? Yeah, for sure, Kev. So the easy one to talk about, first of all, is the investment tank, right? Most people have investments. That is right, right. how we define that. It means that we put money somewhere with the expectation that it's going to grow over time, right? Right, right. Now, that's why we're willing to take risk and put the money in there because we want some kind of reward, right? Right, The problem right. is that there's really, when you look at it, there's two types of primary risk. You could boil it all down to market risk, which is the ability for your balance to decrease, certainly over the last few right. weeks. A lot of people have had that experience. Market has taken substantial amount of money out of their portfolio. Right. And then there's also tax risk. Right now, we're not so worried about tax risk because we don't have gains. Most people have losses. Right. But back in, let's say, even February of this year, people were thinking about all those gains and all those taxes. Now, the government, of course, can decide they want a bigger or a smaller piece of your gains, and you have no control over that, right? So through the stroke of a pen, suddenly they can take more when you are in a position of tax risk, which is part of what the investment tank is all about, right? Right, the risk. Now, by contrast, and this is where the safe tank comes in, is that we have done our best to position your money in a place where we have eliminated or at least greatly reduced market risk to as much as little as possible, if any, right? Possibly none. Right. So that we know that your account can only grow what I call linearly. Right. Meaning it doesn't go up and down like the market. It simply goes up. So you can count on that. You have to count on that. And it has to grow at at least the inflation rate. Right. Or really better than the inflation rate. Really. Right. Right. Because then it's the other problem. In the inflation rate, then you're not really growing. Right. So you're depreciating, devaluing your money. Correct. Correct. That's right. So that's the first part of it. That's the growth part. The second part, of course, is the taxes. Now, we've got to consider taxes because if your growth rate mm-hmm. is taxable, then you've got to adjust for that. And maybe it's really not above inflation, right? So right. what we do in the safe tank is we try to put your money in a place where there's also tax advantages, right. hopefully tax-free if at all possible. And in some cases, that is possible. Right. So guaranteed growth and value at the same time, not just growth, but value. Yep. And being able to access it without taxes. And I would think that the other part of this, which is extremely important at a time like this, when people are having financial hardships is you need to get at it, right? You need to be able to access it without penalties, right? And quickly. So liquidity is a real factor here. So all of those things are some of the characteristics of a good safe tank. Right, right. Bottom line, the main point of a good safe tank is it can only grow and it must be liquid. Right. 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 Makes sense. Makes sense to me. So now we've defined what an investment tank is and what a safe tank is within our personal economic model. So now comes the fun part. We're going to have a Zoom dinner meeting with five friends 
You know, and of course, we're doing this at this current time with the current financial hardships out there. So that is going to be on everyone's mind. So naturally, the subject of, hey, how are you weathering this financial storm comes up and our five friends talk about this with each other. So, Jim, how are you doing today with the financial hardship? How are you weathering it? What's going on with you? Well, I tell you, it's been a little rough. I'm one of those guys who likes to put his money in the market. I'm a stock and bond kind of guy. Yeah. I have my own portfolio. I day trade. I like to manage it. Mutual funds, stocks, bonds, all of that, 401k. And I follow it every day very closely. And right, right. It's been painful, painful to see oh. how much I have lost in just the last few weeks. I know what I you're saying. And it's going to come back. I don't know how it's going to come back. I have harvested some losses. And so that's probably a good thing. And but I'm mostly, you know, sitting in cash waiting for things to change because I just don't feel safe right now to get into more equities. Uh, mm. And even my bonds, you know, have lost some value. And I had some high yield bonds, which are kind of more risky. I'm afraid mm. that some of those might default. I mean, if that happens, then I'm going to really lose some value on those. This is an unusual time. You know, I lived through 2008 and this is worse. I just don't see how we're going to get out of this smoothly at this point. Hmm. Well, Jim, that's pretty rough. Is It must be affecting every aspect of your life, your home, your food, your family. Well, it's changing my plan and my view. So, I mean, right now I'm just kind of sitting. I did, like I said, I took a big loss. I didn't get out quite in time. Hmm. And I was waiting and hoping things would not get as bad as they did. Now I'm sitting in some cash and maybe I'll miss some of the upswing when or if it happens, but it might be 12 months, might be 18 months. I don't know when it's going to happen. I just don't know yeah. on a daily basis. It keeps swinging. How yeah, about you, Mary? What are you doing these days? Well, I'll tell you what, Jim. What I did for myself is I didn't really like the market and all that. I think that property is a lot more secure place to be. So a few years ago, I took my money and I paid off my home. And then I used what I had left from that because I don't have home mortgage anymore. And I bought an investment property. I bought a rental home. And then I just kind of kept going from there. And I've got about 10 properties now. I just a couple months ago bought a brand new property. I know the market's different right now, but it was pretty good back then. And it was a fantastic property. So I just used up all of my cash. It's all in my properties right now. But now, because everything that's going on out there, half of my rentals aren't able to make their rent. So my income is dried up. I don't have enough. I know. And I left my other job because I was getting enough money from my rentals that I didn't need another job. So that's my only source of income right now. And you can't evict anybody because they've stopped evictions. That's rough. I know. I don't know what to do. I've got all these properties. I can't even pay the maintenance on them at this point. I've got the one I just bought that's not even doing anything. It's just sitting there. I talked to my realtor to see if we, you know, we can go backward, maybe sell it back or find someone else to buy a couple of these properties. But they told me with the market the way it is, no one's buying anything. I can't, they won't do it. Have you tried to get line of credit on some of yeah. these? I mean, you collateral. Yeah, I looked into that too. I went to the banks and because my income's down, they won't give me any loans on it, you know? Uh, right, of course. I'm kind of stuck right now. I don't really know what to do. If something doesn't happen soon, I may have to do bankruptcy. I may not have any other choice. Sorry to hear that, Mary. Uh, I know it's rough, but I think somehow I'll survive. I don't know. But Charlie, it'll change down the road. You know, you're just gonna have to weather it for a little while. I don't know, but I might lose my properties in the meantime, though. I don't know. Hmm. But Charlie, what about you? You've been retired living the good life, it seems. What are you doing? Oh, yes. I did retire just a couple of years ago. And I'm a conservative guy. So I put some of my money with an advisor who suggested that I get some annuities. So I'd have a 
guarantee sort of safe payout, but it wasn't quite enough. So I've been working part-time, you know, doing some things that I like to do to kind of supplement so I don't pull too much out of those annuities. But of course, I got laid off recently. Basically, it was only part of my income, but so I called my broker and I said, hey, can I get a little more out of the annuities? He said, well, no, you're actually at the maximum right now. And I said, well, wait a minute, I thought this was liquid and I could take out what I wanted. He said, well, you can, but if you do, you're going to be getting a smaller income in the future. Oh, I didn't realize that. So that's kind of a tough situation. Like, you know, I want to supplement what I've lost from the part-time job, but if I do it out of the annuity, then it penalizes me going forward. And of course, the value of that thing has also fallen, like with Jim's situation. So I guess I just got to cut back for a while. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to take a penalty, which I don't like paying penalties. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. That's too bad. I always thought annuities just gave you a good income for life. Well, it is an income. It's just that it's not quite enough. And if you take more than they let you take uh, out, then they t- penalize you for taking out extra. Well, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't quite understand that. Sorry no, to hear I that, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jane? What have you been doing? Well, Charlie, thanks for asking. I'll tell you what. Kind of like you, I'm kind of conservative, so I didn't want to lose any money. So I've been putting all of my money into got a couple of CDs. I've got a nice money market account. Give me a little bit of access there uh, and a little bit of money in savings. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is that they don't pay me much interest. And I never really thought much about it because I wasn't losing money. But then with everything going on right now, I lost my job. So I've had to start going into what I had for savings and it's running out pretty quick. I've got enough Mm -hmm. money left for only a few more weeks. I mean, I thought this was going to last me a long time, but it hasn't grown much. So I don't have much money. Well, interest rates have been low for quite a while. So you haven't made any money sitting around in cash or CDs for some time, right? Exactly. How long have you been in CDs? I can only save a little bit. And I've had these CDs for about 10 years now. Yeah, since the last financial crisis, pretty much. Yeah. And I thought that it would work this way, but I can only save so much with my job. And now my home is paid off because I thought that's what I need to do. I need to be safe. My home is paid off. I'm safe. I have my money in the savings. I'm safe. Oh. And now I have no job. I can't access any uh, the equity in my home. And my money's about to run out. Hmm. Well, I guess you're going to have to stretch it as much as you can. But yeah, that's the problem when you don't make money for 10 years, you know, below hmm. the rate of inflation. I know. Much. And I've tried to claim unemployment. I know, Charlie, it's hard for you being retired, but you know, <laughs> I tried <laughs> to claim unemployment, but I haven't been able to get through to anyone. They're overloaded with all the people trying to well, claim it right now. Not, you'll get in there. But I mean, so yeah, that's a little rough. Sorry to hear it's, that, Jane. Uh, it's all right. Somehow we'll get through it. Sam, what about you? What have you been doing? Well, I've been doing things pretty differently than all you guys. So I have an advisor that really uses the two tank system. And so I have money in both my investment huh. tank and in my safe tank. And I have enough in my safe tank that... I can weather any storm, meaning I could just live off the safe tank if I wanted to, right? That's interesting. Investment tank is just, you know, extra really. So I know that's down, but I have not been losing sleep over it because I know my safe tank is well funded. Safe tank, huh? Yeah, safe tank. So basically I was taking money out of my investment tank, like Jim with, you know, my stocks and bonds because it's been doing so well the last few years. But my broker called and he said, why don't we stop taking money out of there so we're not depleting it while the money is down right now? And why don't we just take some money out of your safe tank? That's going to keep growing anyway. So basically what I'm doing is we use um, 
permanent life insurance for our safe tank. What? And that's still growing. <laughs> and I can take money out of there anytime I want, he says. I never knew you could do that with insurance. They have money to do that with? Yeah. So permanent insurance is not just death benefit, but it's also cash value. And so I've been building cash value the last few years, and it will continue to pay dividends because the insurance companies just keep paying dividends, even through the last financial crisis they did. Hmm. So we expect them to do it now, and I can take a loan against that. Wow, and interesting. The deal is that because it's a loan, the IRS doesn't tax me on it. So it's tax-free. Huh. Wow. So you're not paying taxes on it, and you can get to it right now. You have it. But what about your home? See, we all paid our home off. And you took a big loan and you were putting your money in other stuff. What about well, your mortgage? Because I decided and the broker convinced me that, in fact, the insurance company was paying me a higher rate than the cost of the loan, especially with the mortgage interest deduction. So I said, well, that'd be crazy. Why would I take money out of my safe tank to pay off a loan and give up the difference that I'm earning, which is actually a couple of percent, right? Tax-free. Hmm. I'm so glad I did that because now... I have money that I can take out of the safe tank to pay the mortgage as well as what I need to live on. Oh. And basically, he sent me a form. I signed it. Three days later, the distributions started. Not a question to ask. Wow. Gee, Sam. I wish we knew your advisor. <laughs> I'll hook you up. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks. So, Sam, do you think you could talk to us a little bit about what your advisor told us about this permanent life insurance safe tank thing? Well, of course, because it is life insurance, I had to apply for it, right? So I had right, to take right. a legal test. I had to qualify for it financially. But that was just right. uh, about 10 years ago now that I did that. So it's been growing well. It's funded. It's ready to go. You know, he did tell me that if I had a lump sum available, one way I could have done it is I could have just paid it all up in one year. Hmm. But he said the best way to do it is over time. But if you have money sitting around and you're scared and it's in cash and you're losing money because it's not growing because there's no interest right now, it's actually not a bad deal you know, to apply for something and do a lump sum. But I wanted to keep some of my money in the market, in the investment tank. Right. So I paid it over time. But there's different ways you can do it. You'd have to talk to him. He can explain the whole thing to you. Hmm. Interesting. What about this thing he was talking about earlier with these loans? How does that work? So I'm the owner of the policy. So as the owner of the policy, the insurance company contractually has to give me the loan if I ask for it. I can take something like up to 95% of the cash value up. I just can't take it all out because if I take it all out and the policy mm. collapses, basically, then it would be potentially taxable. And obviously, I don't want to pay tax. Right. So I'll never take it all out. I don't need to take it all out anyway because you know I only need a little bit to live on each month. Right. Makes sense. I'm doing it like an income stream, you know? Makes sense. So Wealth Touch Rebels, I hope you've enjoyed our little story. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that worked to help you understand what we're talking about here with the safe tank. And, you know, there's a lot of different financial tools out there that people use to help set them up in their own tactics. And But the safe tank, we find, is a great way to build a secure foundation for your finances. So, Brian, why don't we kind of sum up what we've been talking about right now. Well, I guess I would say it this way. You know, the great thing about a safe tank is that when there's an emergency, if you have been diligent and you created that structure for you, you can rely on it when things get rough. Mm. And when it is an emergency like now, if you have cash available, you can still move in that direction and start your safe tank now. You don't have to wait until the financial crisis is over. You can do it now. Right. And that way, uh, you know, 
I like to say you can move money into that direction, into your safe tank. And then when, you know, let's say 12 months, 18 months, when the coast is clear and there's investment opportunities, because you can access that money, you can move it back into your investment tank and you right. can use it for whatever it is that you think is a good opportunity on that side. So that you don't happens. have to miss out on opportunities just because mm. you created a safe tank. Right. And that's another great point there is the opportunities because when we talk about opportunity costs a lot, you know, if you miss an opportunity, you lost everything that could have brought you. And sometimes that happens too. One of the upsides to the downside of the, what's going on right now is the fact that there's going to be a lot of sales, so to speak, on investments, whether it's businesses, properties, other investment in the markets, whatever it is. And if you're in a position where you have access to your money because you didn't lose it and you can get it to any time, whenever you want, for whatever reason, now you can take advantage of those opportunities when other people can't. The only other thing I would add there, Kevin, is that life insurance, permanent life insurance in particular, has a lot of different options. Right. Finding the right fit for you and the right mix of options from the right company is so important to make sure that you really have a well-constructed safe tank. Some people don't right. know how to do that. And so I would suggest very strongly that you talk to an advisor that knows how to create a good safe tank for you. Right. And there are some advisors out there. You can always talk to us if you have any questions about it. would be happy to go into any details. You can reach out to us through WealthTacticRebels.com. Also at WealthTacticRebels.com, we have another great resource for you to learn some more. We have Ingenious Tactics 201 that goes into a much more lengthy detail. We have several episodes on there that talk about the strategies behind the safe tank and how to use it and why you'd want to use it and everything. So that's another great resource available for you at WealthTacticRebels.com. And Brian, anything else before we close today? Be safe, be happy, and good luck. Absolutely. We wish you all health and prosperity. So again, Bri, thanks for joining us, helping tell our tales today. It's my pleasure, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And well, Tetic Rebels, have a fantastic day. Want to really see things differently? Take our course in Genius Tactics 201, where we teach you all the wealth accumulating tactics with detailed real-life examples, see your progress with quizzes and a certificate of completion. For course details, visit WealthTacticRebels.com. Sign up today and start seeing things differently. This presentation is intended as informational only. Information presented does not consider your particular financial objectives, risk tolerance, time horizon, or other unique circumstances, and does not constitute a personalized recommendation or replace the advice of a financial, tax, or legal advisor or other qualified professionals. Do your own research and do not use the information of this presentation in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional. To the best of our ability, We provide content that is accurate as of the date of release. However, we give no assurance or guarantee regarding its accuracy, timeliness, completeness, or applicability. We assume no liability for the information of this and related presentations.